0: Hey, and welcome to an Agents of Game review. Today, Dan and I are reviewing Westworld, the 1973 movie upon which the new HBO series is based. Now, this was written and directed by Michael Crichton, who also wrote Jurassic Park, Sphere, Congo, The Andromeda Strain, and several unpublished books about the adventures of the Agents of Game.
1: I like to think myself as a movie buff, but I'm not really into old movies because there's a lot of things about them that bug me. But, um, but because of how good HBO Westworld has been, it got me interested in the movie because it seems like, I haven't seen any confirmation, but from, from the show, it seems like it's a progression in real time from the movie's events um, from when the movie came out. And so I was like, huh, I wonder if there will be some backstory there that uh, we're missing out on uh, knowing about. If they you know, if we didn't see the movie, so that gave us the idea to uh watch the movie.
0: And this has been on my list for a while, partly because I'm a big fan of Michael Crichton, and also I really like Yule Brenner. Um and Yule Brenner is the star in this futuristic look at a theme park full of robots designed to satisfy the desires of the park visitors, whether they want action, excitement, romance, or whatever else people wanted in nineteen seventies sci fi movies. Um, lots of weed yes well I yeah, I I don't specifically remember them showing it but I think a few of the people were probably on it (laughs) especially when they let Michael Crichton direct a movie
1: (laughs) yeah I did just want to say that I did not know that Christian Bell was a vampire because either that's him in the movie or that's his dad in the movie the guy that plays John um so I thought that was very interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, I believe it's Thanos's father. I'm pretty sure. It was, uh, are you talking about um, um? That was James Brolin, and I think his son Josh Brolin is the guy who plays Thanos.
1: Dude, he looks just like Christian Bell, and I, the whole movie, I was just like, "What the heck?" Like it was so weird to me. Like there's some shots where he doesn't look just like him, but most of the time, I was like, "Dude, if they ever do a remake, they need to have Christian Bell in there because he looks just like him." I like the movie overall. I felt like um, I expected uh, more more explanation and more background and stuff for for the setting than they did. They just kind of throw you in there like they do the park participants as a viewer, and so I was kind of I was kind of expecting more background there, and the parts that they showed for behind the scenes weren't really that fleshed out. I can only think of a few times, and one time he was just walking around like saying. <laughs> like crazy computational words like take the ion canister and tuck it up in their cavity but um (laughs) like just weird words like trying to sound scientific but uh um so I was expecting more backstory and that's because the HBO show does so well with it that I just kind of was hoping that they would do that but um and then also the other thing is there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue like really a lot of dialogue and so there wasn't a whole lot of explanation there, but I like the thing for Westworld, and this is the thing I like about the show on HBO too, is it makes me wonder what I would be like in that setting, and it also brings up a whole bunch of other moral and other kind of questions about about it, like um, that intrigue me, and so uh, that's that's where a lot of my interest comes from from the movie and and the uh, the show. But uh but yeah for being what it was, I mean back in the day that I think it was very imaginative for back then and uh, I like the mix of the sci-fi and Western setting
0: yeah I, I, I really like Michael Crichton as an author I'm just not sure he was cut out to be a director and he did direct a couple other things um, but in the 70s, not much after that. But uh, this movie it starts you off in basically an advertisement or maybe a news program about Westworld. Um, and it's not just Westworld. There are three theme parks. There was like a Western world. There was a Roman world, and then there was a medieval world. And you could basically um, go and experience, you know, what life was like with robots. And the robots are designed to not be able to kill or harm anybody, but you can do whatever you want. You could kill the robots, you could have relations with the robots.
1: Um missions with them.
0: All sorts of crazy stuff. They just threw you in really fast, kind of like you were you were saying earlier, and um Yule Brenner is such a good actor, and I don't think he was really used well There's, at all in this. Yeah,
1: like two lines and Yeah. That's what I was gonna say when you brought him up was they uh, it's kind of like luke skywalker in the uh, force awakens they just brought him back just to look just for saying that he was there
0: <laughs> pretty but, much uh,
1: um yeah i felt like uh the shots we had of rome the rome world and the uh medieval world were kind of um they didn't have to be there cuz they focused on a guy in the medieval world and it was for nothing like i felt like it was just it was just nothing. It didn't mean anything except to reveal something in the plot. But uh, And then the Rome, Rome world, it didn't even have anything there. So, yeah, I felt like they kind of they had those to show that they're there. But then when they showed them in the movie, it just didn't really expand on it again. Yeah. Um, I didn't really f- find interest in those. I, I am intrigued by different settings with that. But in the movie, they didn't do a good job of showing it.
0: Yeah, overall the development didn't seem particularly strong. Um, I guess you know we're going to have a more full review in just a moment where we'll get into some spoilers in a little bit more depth. But if I had to sum up this movie, and I know I'm watching this, what is that, 43 years after it came out? Um, but in watching it in hindsight today, it real really feels like this was just a practice run for Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park was the good movie. This was just you know a dry run. I didn't think it was terrible, but I am you know we we had to rent it on at least I rented it on Amazon um, Instant Video. They don't have it on Prime. It's not on Netflix. I would not. I would recommend if you enjoy old sci-fi and you could get it for free. Go ahead and watch this. I would not recommend paying for it.
1: Yeah, same. Um, Yeah, when we go into more detail, I'll go into more detail about what I didn't like about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're a film buff and you want to see, and you're watching Westworld, I could recommend it to watch just because you're watching the new Westworld. But if you're if you're looking for something good and classic, then that's not going to be there for you.
0: Okay, well, if you are, if you actually are still planning on watching this movie and haven't seen it yet, um, go ahead and turn us off now. We're about to get into the full review, including spoilers. Uh, So we'll catch you later. Otherwise, just go ahead and keep on listening. So, a little bit more about this, uh, the movie. Um, you know, we mentioned uh, James Brolin is one of the actors in it. Dick Van Patten is also in it. Um, Star Trek fans, Majel Barrett uh, is one of the characters as well. And a few other people who you may or may not recognize if you're into older TV and movies. Um, but I don't think. The cast really matters that much because other than James Brolin, who had a decent role, none of the major actors or any of the really characters got a lot of development or really shined as a character.
1: Yeah, I agree. They kept showing characters, and I thought they were going to expand on their stories, but then nothing came. Like the the nerdy dude that you know that seemed like he was kind of getting out of the skin for Westworld kind of thing. They showed him, like, shoot his gun in his room when he got to Westworld. And then they showed him become sheriff, but nothing came of it. So, like, they're t- I know that they're trying to show, hey, you can become anything in Westworld if you come, you know. But the movie itself just didn't expand, do a good job of expanding on it. Um, and the character that I thought they were going to show the most change with was going to be that nerdy dude. And, um, and then nothing, yeah, nothing even happened from it.
0: Yeah, and one of the things, you know, they introduce the movie as, after they have this little either news blurb or advertisement for it, explaining what West World, Roman world, and medieval world are all about, you go there, and the, the two main characters are some friends, one's been there before and is excited to go again, the other's, it's his first time paying $1,000 a day to go to this fantasy world, um, uh, John, I think John was one of them, played by James Rowland. I think Richard Benjamin, uh, who played Peter Martin, was the other. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but they get there, and I was I was kind of wondering how it would work because I was imagining when we we're going into this that it was going to be just one person filled, surrounded by robots, but it's like a theme park. There are other actual humans there, so I was wondering how that would work. If you can't visibly tell, other than you know the weird. Hand, minor, minor hand deformity of the robots. If you can't tell who's a human and who's a droid, how are you going to really interact with this world? How are you going to know who you can shoot or who you can arrest or whatever? And they, they did explain that pretty well, that your your guns can't hurt robots, but what about swords? Or yeah. your guns can't hurt people, but what about swords?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was um. wondering, too. And the other thing I was wondering is, later on when the robots start rebelling, and Yul Brenner's character, the man in black, is facing uh, Peter, it's not, it's not the robot malfunctioning, it's the gun, because the gun itself is supposed to have a sensor, right? So yes. So the gun is malfunctioning as well as the robots. so I didn't understand that either.
0: This is a little side continuity thing, but um, so Magel Barrett plays, if I'm not mistaken, she was the barkeeper um, at the saloon. And in and there's there's this bar fight where everyone's punching each other and you can't really stop that and that you know that would kind of suck to get into, be beaten up by either other people or androids. But uh, in the middle of the fight, all these robots are drinking alcohol, taking shots and things. Later in the movie in what's supposed to be a very climactic what, what's supposed to be a climactic and frightening scene um, the, at this point the robots have all rebelled and are killing people and are out of control and Peter finds a woman chained up in medieval world I think it was and frees her and she's crying. she was crying help help he frees her then he goes and gets uh, some water for her she says no water no water he, he gives her the water and she sparks out and realize he realizes she's a robot, but none of the o- other robots who were drinking had any problems.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand that. I don't know if it was like because she was damaged and so it didn't go into her like sack thing or what.
0: And the robots had been eating and like in the medieval scenes they show them eating at you know the big feasts and so yeah that was just weird. I I think they wanted to have a surprise where. You know, someone who you think is supposed to be human that you're saving is really a robot, and they just didn't know how to tell yeah. how to actually resolve that, and it didn't. That was kind of the whole movie. You know, it was a clever idea, a clever twist on things, but it just didn't deliver. Yeah,
1: because I'm coming from the show, and obviously with today's uh, technology, the tech behind the revelation of the world that they created for Westworld and the behind the scenes for like the androids and the way they build them and repair them and all that is obviously way more advanced. So I came from that to a 1976 thing where um, they could only do what they could do, you know. In the TV show, Westworld was like a huge, it's like the size of a state. In the movie, it's like a couple blocks big. <laughs> and so so there's a big difference there as
0: far as scale. One of the things I was excited about watching this was not just that it had been on my list but um, you had said that the the current show is a continuation from this like a linear timeline continuation and so you were curious to see if we see some of the characters from the original thing that come out in the movie or in the TV show so we have all these characters and it basically follows the typical science fiction you know like Jurassic Park where okay so you have this creation, That's being monetized. They're they're getting money. People are paying $1,000 for it. Something appears to be going wrong, and because of money, they don't shut it down until it's too late, and by the time it's too late, they can't shut it down, and then everyone dies. like Literally, except for Peter Martin's character, everyone dies. And yeah. so, I kind of felt bad for you because you're you're going into this unless the character Peter Martin exists in the new show. There's nothing that carries on for this other than there was there used to be a park and there was a massive catastrophe
1: yeah and but and they have the sequels, so I don't know if any of the characters carry from there either, but, but yeah, it's kind of uh yeah.
0: Well, and I think but there there was a movie, and one more movie, and then there's a TV show. I heard the second movie was supposed to be pretty awful.
1: It was. Yeah.
0: Um. So yes, we're <laughs> probably not gonna expose ourselves to that, subject ourselves to that. But uh, I'm thinking if there is any storyline that carries on, that's where we would find it. But I'm not sure it's worth our time to look.
1: Yeah and I'm I'm actually I'm guessing that it carries on only by reference um after the first movie just seen it because yeah there just wasn't anything of note that they could ref that they could talk about in the TV show other than the malfunctions um I can't remember what they call it in the show uh the uh, oh man the event or something like that I can't remember what they call it but uh they do reference uh 34 years ago whatever they say from when the last um, last event was, and I can't remember what they call it, though. But anyway, that's where the reference comes in, and then they keep naming somebody, but it sounds like that name that they're using is created just for the show, so it didn't come from the movies.
0: I'm not watching the new series, but I would say that if you really are... If you want to know any of the characters that might continue on, just go to IMDb and look at Future World or whatever the name of the. I think Future World was the sequel movie. Yeah. I don't recall what the TV show was called, but I would just look at the character list, then the names, and then see if any of those names are in the show. Be- beyond that is probably not worth your time. Yeah,
1: yep. The thing for me, like I talked about earlier, is as I watched Westworld, the TV show, and the movie, I just think about how cool it would be to have that In our setting, because I mean we're gamers, you know, and there's Mm -hmm. there's different reasons why people play games. For me, one of the reasons is the immersion, the the uh, how much creativity the creators have in creating this immersive world, and that draws me in more than just the game itself. And I think about if somebody like Rockstar was able to have that technology, what they would create with it, and then what I would be like in there. Like I just because honestly, if you know, you have no. There's no limits to your... There's no um, true repercussion for your actions in there. What would you do, you know? Mm -hmm. And because we find ourselves in GTA or in other open world games where, I mean, you'll slaughter a whole town or, you know, kill 500 cops and, you know, stuff like that, but... How would that work in a setting like Westworld, and and how would that play out? And then and then I start thinking about like the game design side of it. Like, how would you make sure that there's progression, so that because in Westworld, the TV show, they show a reset every morning, and but the the park goers would want a continuation of their story or their event. So there's not yeah. a reset, you know. So I'm curious how they would design that. But um, well,
0: but that's just- what the movie did too, as well as. Oh yeah, and that's the robots true. They did show. To shut down every night.
1: Yeah, they did shut that. Yeah, so so it just uh, got my mind rolling because it just it would be an amazing experience. And personally, I think VR Westworld would be a perfect um, VR game. Create a Westworld game and then have VR be be the game for it, and it would just be a cool setting. But uh, but it just yeah, it just gets me very excited for the future of game design now. Realistically, running a park like that would be super expensive unless the ability to create robots like that is super cheap. Um, mm-hmm. And maintaining them and repairing them every day after what people do to them and cleaning them after what people do to them. and <laughs> <laughs> Making sure no viruses get spread around. That would just be so, so much money to run a park like that in real life. So the <laughs> having something like that in real life would be hard at, right now thinking about it. But, but if you adapted it to humans, but in a way that it kept people from harm, like a role play experience, it could be really cool.
0: Well, and I think you're going back to what you were saying before about. Uh, you know the thing of resetting. I and video games. I think that's why MMOs are so popular. Is because it's in a lot of ways it's a persistent world. Y- your character and the storyline develop over time, and there isn't always a lot of significant interaction with the NPCs that carries over. But sometimes there is. But uh, I think that's what most people today would want. Just given that we have experience with that. Um, that was one of the biggest things that bothered me in terms of my thought of my personal experience if I were there was they shut off every night. And if I, I was thinking, if I were there, I would wanna stage a night raid on something. You know, some yeah. big bad boss has this barn full of whatever or this villa a villa full of plundered loot and <laughs> and I wanna, you know, get my posse together and go in at night and, and but they shut it down at night. Yeah. And it was weird that okay, so it's Westworld. They have robots that could be doing stuff, but instead of like have robots bring in a carriage, they have people drive in trucks to load up the dead robots for repair. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit weird. Um, and, but yeah, that's I, I think that would be what I would want. I wouldn't want to. Okay, hypothetically, if I had the kind of money that would take to do that, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want it to be something where it resets every day, or where I go there for a week. You know, given how people play MMOs and lots of other games, they want something that's, you know, you build relationships, you build your your character and your possessions, your items develop over time, and you want a persistent world.
1: Yep. Yeah, like uh, in the last episode of the TV show, they did a raid on a wagon for the local resistance, mm-hmm. and the the one of the main dudes that he's kind of like kind of like John from from the movie, where he's introducing his new brother in law to the world of Westworld, and they rob a train, and he pick, he gets a new pistol, and he's like, ah, upgrade, and he takes the pistol, you know, from the guy that he killed, <laughs> and. <laughs> I was like, oh, that would be—that's a cool way of doing it. Loot, having loot. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There's just so much, and like I was thinking, they did the jailbreak in the sh- in the movie. It was very low tech jailbreak and and stuff, but it was one of the cooler action scenes in the sh- in the movie. And um, and I was like, dude, imagine like and uh, my cousin was in the room with me, so I was like, dude, can you imagine having a thing like that except a heist with a whole bunch of friends in a setting like that, like playing a full on raid on a like a bank or something in a western setting like oh that would just be epic you know but yeah there's just there's a lot of uh a lot of cool ideas that you could do for the TV show for now you know like there's a lot of cool things they could expand upon and i was just thinking too a better a much better setting for this uh like not than west world cuz the old west is a really cool setting but i was thinking of the rome setting they did or the medieval setting which is cool and all but a pirate setting for yes you know a pirate world dude that would be
0: sick.
1: And and there are rumors that Westworld, the TV show, is going to, as they go further on the show, like in seasons, they're going to expand the different themes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if that's true and what they expand on. But, dude, pirating would be perfect.
0: So in the current TV show, do they have the other theme parks as well, or is it just Westworld?
1: What they, the way I understand it in the show is right now, Westworld is the theme. It's been running for years. Before it, they had a horror theme, and it was more of a, it was a lower, like, multiple, it wasn't, like, a huge setting of horror, but it was, like, uh like you had different experiences in the horror settings. Like You had mm-hmm. a, a cult uh, setting, a, like, um, serial killer, like, Jason Voorhees-type setting, you know, like, that kind of thing. And I don't know how, the, how the, like, they call them something different in the show, and I can't remember what they're called, so it sounds like they're, like, snapshots of an experience. Mm-hmm. And then they had they talked about another one. I can't remember what it was. It was an older setting though. It might it might have been uh, like a, like a medieval time one. But yeah, so they do talk about them. They just instead of having multiple ones running at the same time, it sounds like they run a theme at once. and they're actually creating in the show the creator of the world, the, the whole thing. He's creating another thing right now. Mm-hmm. He's not telling anybody what it is. so I don't know if it's a, another Western theme and it's just adding to the park. Or if it's a whole new theme that he's working on. It's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, for a TV show and a, a company running a TV show, it's a great setting to have for if it's popular, you can always change, you know. So, so you can always adapt and change and have new stories and, and new people and everything. So it's definitely a good idea for HBO to have as a show. And with how popular it's been, yeah, I'm guessing it'll stay around for a while.
0: And I think now is a good time for it. I mean, the the show doesn't do VR, but with just with where technology is right now, it is kind of cool to explore the future of you know the future of gaming for all and for all intents and purposes.
1: Yeah, seriously. Well, I think I've told you before about how I've always thought it'd be cool if I had the money. I I don't. It'd be really cool to open up a themed paintball experience in. Here in Nebraska because I felt I always feel like people are always looking for something to do here and I think uh like a SWAT I think I shared with you Halo themed experience for paintball but like even there's one that I was signing up for in Texas but I couldn't get enough people to agree upon going to go experience this because they require a certain amount of people for it to work
0: oh they, I was so excited for that
1: yeah so what they do, and this is as close as you're going to get right now to what Westworld is, but it would be so cool to experience. But they call it Warfighters. It's it ended up sh- shutting down in Texas, which I'm really surprised. At. You'd think it would be really popular. I'm guessing the cost the cost was just too high for most people to make it make it common. But in Europe or the UK or whatever, it's super popular, and they have like tanks and vehicles and airdrops. I mean, it's just insane what they have. But it's called Warfighters. And it's all laser-based, but but you, you pay a fee, and it can be a weekend event, or like they do week-long events. And it's all sim, and so once you get in the experience, they don't let you leave the park. You're there. And so what we were, we were going to do a weekend event, and they are going to have Humvees. They didn't have tanks or anything there. They had simulated airstrikes, but it wasn't an actual plane dropping supplies or anything like they do in the U.K., but you, you wear a chest piece and you have a computer on your gun or on your chest or whatever, and then it tells you if certain things happen that are simulated. So like the airstrike, if we called it an airstrike, it would just be anybody in that area that had their you know the computer devices, it would just tell them that they were hit with the airstrike kind of thing. But it would still be a very immersive you know, experience. They had, they had night raid plans where one, one group would have a night raid while they were sleeping, so they'd have to wake up and defend themselves and like... Um, Just different stuff like that. I can't remember it all now, but but that's as close an experience that we could get as Westworld right now, you know. It would be sweet to open something like that up, but with paintballs, have it cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) And then have land somewhere and just have different scenarios that people could run. And I think people would dig it. I would dig it. Yeah. Now with VR, though, I mean, you could have like that place in Australia and Utah where they just have a warehouse and they just have you wear the vr goggles and then the walls have different uh they have a layout and then in the game it's lay it's laid out like what you're seeing in the vr and then they have switches so you get the texture feel but you have you just walk through the experience and that's a really cool idea and i think we've talked before about in our other podcast about how vr is you know branching out to theme parks they're doing that star wars vr experience for the theme park they're doing um there's the other one that I saw for another theme park. They're doing a VR experience. I can't remember who it was for or what it was for. But, yeah, I mean, it's just and now that they're doing that backpack tech so you can wear it with you. It's just, yeah, crazy. We're going to see some amazing things. Oh, and they're doing that freaking uh, dating, VR dating, uh, which is just crazy. Think about the possibilities there.
0: <laughs> oh, VR dating frightens me. Now, I, I'm not fortunately going to ever have to experience such a thing, but... Yeah how would that even work that just yeah it's a nightmare waiting to happen
1: it is and but the thing is i mean cuz you know a lot of people especially when when people are ugly they're like if people could get to know me you know then maybe they would you know and so that's vr dating is totally an option cuz it opens that door where people see your avatar instead of you and you're there you know experiencing that but uh but there's other realms of vr dating that yeah would definitely be scary.
0: <laughs> it's just like Ready Player 1.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll get there eventually. But Westworld opens up that whole conversation and that's one of the things I love about it. Like uh and this might be a little crude for some people, I don't know, but it's an honest to goodness question. So, morally, some some people believe morally that masturbation is wrong right mm-hmm. um so, but others don't and so let's go let's just go off of the let's just go off the discussion where uh, we're talking to the people where masturbation isn't wrong because obviously it would still this discussion wouldn't work for people that believe masturbation is wrong so in a west world setting and there's people having sex with the robots right now morally who they assume
0: our robots or who
1: they assume are robots yeah Now, morally, where does that line get drawn? Because if you're married, is that cheating? Because it's equivalent of a sex toy. So is that cheating if you're married and you're having sex with androids? Or um, if you experience other types of sexuality, would that be held against you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many different things. And that's just from the sexual side of things, not just the violence and the the killing side of things. But it just makes you wonder. Because in the Westworld, the TV show, they, they concentrate on the sexual pleasure side of things as much as they have the violence and the other
0: stuff. Mm-hmm. And well, it's HBO. How can they not? Yeah.
1: yeah. So just so I, I just wonder, like, how in our world, like, how we react already to things. I'm really curious. Because people flip out about GTA. Like, hot coffee is a very famous, whatever you want to call it, event that a lot of people know about. And they didn't have nudity in hot coffee. And so imagine having a simulated android experience like that in a setting like westworld i mean dude how would people even let it get that far like it's just yeah just so many aspects of it that are interesting
0: well and you know even if even under the argument that um you know it's not a real person if someone chooses to make that argument at what point does it become a sentient being because i imagine one of the one of the plot lines of the show eventually a show like that almost certainly is eventually going to get to the point where we assume that the ai is good enough that it becomes perhaps self-aware or something yeah and so you know if someone were to make the argument though it's not okay it's just a robot it's all pretend well at what point does it become real
1: yeah where we're, where you're forcing yourself on something that can make that choice
0: Or something that, or even worse, something that is aware, is is self-aware, but can't make a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine how terrible that would be, just, like, to be in that situation, and, like, you can't control yourself, and how awful that would be?
1: Yeah. Yep. It would be...
0: Yeah. So the moral of the story, don't ever be a robot. Yeah. (laughs) But... Bad things will happen to you.
1: And... And with these uh, with these questions we're having, I'm sure in that world, they've already had that whole discussion as the tech was advancing. You know, it's just like rock and roll music went through the devil period, and D&D went through the devil period, and video games went through the devil period. You know what I mean? Like, they're all the bad guy for whatever the youth is doing that's wrong, you know? And I'm sure robot tech went through that same um, evolution in their in their world, you know? And Although
0: probably not quite the same because it's easy for parents to vilify what their kids do, but it's different at least in the in the movie in the original movie it was a thousand dollars a day and there were no kids there because you know I don't know what the sure. what the exchange rate would be given inflation but I would guess a thousand dollars a day then would probably be maybe a hundred thousand dollars a day today yeah I I again I don't know the exact numbers but it's probably not something that your kids are doing it's you know this is the the wealthy people the 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 parents and maybe some rich kids here and there but it's going to be it's going to be the wealthy adults that are yeah. driving this
1: and they do have like the park is layered um in distance so you have the starting city which is family oriented and then you have you have like uh a, another border that's like on the edge mm-hmm. that you can bring your kids out to, but anything beyond that's too hardcore, and they actually bring that up in the show. One of the fathers says that when his kid is talking to one of the androids, like, "This is the limit. This is as far as we can go," you know. But um, and then it gets harder and more difficult and more crazy the further out you get. And mm-hmm. one of the guys mentions they would never hit the border, so um, and now we find out that there's a simulated war going on. So, I mean, it's just, it's a huge a huge play area, you know. And, yeah, it would just be, what I want, and my point I was going to make, is what I want to see is the world outside of Westworld. I'm really interested to know what we're seeing, what the world is that has this technology, that has this kind of, um, because they bring up even that, Everybody outside of Westworld is comfortable, has everything they need, that they're living a good life. Everyone. He says Mm -hmm. literally everyone. And so I'm really curious if that means we're living in like a utopian society and Westworld is like a way for people to let out the urges, kind of like the purge, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if that's how Westworld, that's what Westworld is. And like, if the reason why it can run is because it's one of its kind, in the world, and the whole world is like a new you know, like, I don't know. Like, that's why I want to see it. I'm really interested to see what the world outside of it is. A world that creates Westworld. But that's what makes the show so great. is It's depth.
0: Well, And, you know, that's just, again, contrasting that with a movie. The movie had some great ideas, but almost no actual depth to it. They just didn't explore, let alone even really raise a lot of those questions.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it and it, it would be harder in a two hour setting to to expand on that, but what they should have done is since it was a two hour setting is focus more because we didn't really need to care like we already talked about, the Rome and medieval setting just were useless. So throw those out, focus on the West world and then expand more on what makes you know what makes West world west world in that in that movie. But yeah.
0: Well, that is West World. Basically, if uh, you like that kind of thing, your the HBO show might be up your alley. Uh, definitely, there is adult content. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie, yeah, not some. There's no adult content to worry about, but there's. I'm not sure there's enough quality content to make it worth your while.
1: Yeah, it's a very light brushing on Westworld. Like- but thanks
0: for listening in, and uh, Dan, thanks for giving us your thoughts.
1: Hey, thank you for giving your thoughts. I have no thoughts. I'm an android.